This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. Let us fill your brain cavity with our content juice. Uh, we haven't done a quote from the Time website for a while, have we? You can't no. make up for lost time. You can only do better in the future. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Okay. Thanks, Ashley Orman, sure. whoever you are. Thank you. Ashley Orman, this is a made-up person. Yeah, I don't Everyone know who that is. Yeah, this is no one. I googled it, there's no... That was quick. She's like, she's like an Instagram writer. Oh, that's not a so not a writer. I'm sorry. Rupee Rupee Core. <laughs> yeah, her her Twitter bio says professional writer, strategic storyteller, nonprofit and small business lover. Oh no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose. I love um, business lover. I suppose in many respects, you, there are only a finite number of quotes, so you're going to have to work your way into the Instagram author. Yeah. Uh, sometime. Very yeah, true, but I don't believe it. that like enough people are regularly going on the Time website yeah. <laughs> to to check and see that they haven't reused quotes. I mean, there might be people who I don't know what the main use of Time that is is like outside of podcasting. Like I don't know if people just use it to see the time. <laughs> yeah, so there might be someone who has it open all the time because they don't have, have a clock. A, they don't have a clock on their yeah. phone, but they can access the internet and go onto time.is. Yeah. But yeah. whilst they're on the internet, they can't see the little clock in the screen. No. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there like a Bojack joke about this? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a streaming thing where like everyone's doing streaming TV now, including like the What Time Is It Now website. Um, <laughs> right. What time is it now? What time is it now? What time is it? It's time to podcast. Let's time. go. Oh, oh no, time not is our life. It's our vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone have Audacity running? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I do. When did Wonderful. I do that? <laughs> wow. No memory of pressing record, but obviously I did. <laughs> George, you're recording? Yeah, I am. We're all McFreaking recording. If if by recording you mean totally freaking awesome. If by recording you mean informing on all of you to the uh, to the home office, then yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I, I I do wonder how much Are we looking at uh, how much Google yeah. put us on a watch list last time. Yeah, let's look at that. Oh clock. yeah, I forgot we did loads of crimes. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Classic <laughs> comedy from the folks who brought you pro masturbation. Okay. <laughs> How's everyone feeling? Uh, Got a bit of a headache. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. By good, I mean that's bad. It's fine. <laughs> I, spent... I, mean, I keep forgetting we can see each other's faces now. <laughs> yeah. uh, How do yeah. you forget when you can just? <laughs> because oh, I was like, I was looking at another website. That's really rude. You <laughs> Fair can't enough. just can't just tab away from us. We're very important. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. The, the finest podcast is known to man, Chapo Trap House that I definitely uh-huh. listen to. Never heard loads. Of yeah, um, I've definitely listened to them a lot. Um, uh, I I play Resident Evil while I'm podcasting. Oh, the new uh-huh. one. That's cool. How's the How's the big, how's the big lady? lady? How's the lady? There's a There's a new one. <laughs> Yeah, just How came out. Don't this worry, is... George. This has been the whole. This has been the huge thing because there's a big lady, um, and everyone's like, which is very exciting. Yeah, everyone I'm likes the big lady. I'm always excited about a large lady. Me too. But well, I'm, you're gonna I'm love also this. Been, like, so I I don't know shit about Resident Evil. So when like I see I know takes on when Resident I when Evil. I see takes on like Resident Evil Eight on Twitter, I was like, oh, I'm sure that's one of the old ones, right? Because I mixed it up with Final Fantasy, where like oh, no. Final Fantasy Eight is an old one. <laughs> Dif- different vibes to Final like Fantasy. 15 Final Fantasies. 
No, there's there's more. Is there more? I, I think there's there fourteen. Maybe there there's, there's at least fourteen. 14. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> There's at least, oh, four, yeah. at least 14 main games, and then there's also like one there's that's like called 10 2, which is yeah, a sequel yeah, yeah. to 10, this is, which is, this is the way you title Eagle a sequel. <laughs> then there's like a ton of spin-offs. Uh, call it Tube Face. Um, but I, I also not played a Final Fantasy, so... <laughs> um, Resident Evil is about what no. if there were parasite zombies and you were mm. a simple um, cool guy and you have to go fight them. Yeah. I heard the GameCube one is good. Like that, that was one of the recommendations I had when I said, "Oh, GameCube emulator is pretty cool." Um, people were saying I should play the Resident Evil on that one, so I might check that one out. Uh, to be fair, they're all that, very different. Yeah. yeah, didn't we watch Alec play that one where you're like in a house with like zombie hillbillies who can't yeah. die or something? Yeah, I think that was seven. Mm. Um, yeah. which like was the last people. which was the last one which was like a bit yeah. more of a sort of like atmosphere horror and then the fourth yeah, one I mean, is I'm... just like a really weird like rpg basically where you're like you're just a guy <laughs> called leon and you're trying to rescue like the president's daughter mm. and there's which a one trick is you can do for yeah and there's a trick you can do where you can hide her from the zombies by just throwing her into a dumpster <laughs> she goes, leon, wonderful and just like chuck her and it's great I, is that the gamecube do... one i don't know I think here's I the know. thing here's I the think... thing about ho- horror games is that if i get slightly scared i'll just do what um i'll just turn it off <laughs> i'll just be like no thank you i what? don't want to see what's around the corner mm. i'm not a big fan of like survivally ones where you like hide in a cupboard but um i like the indie ones i played one called detention which is cool um which i really liked and um i like the sort of like weird very simple ones like untold stories and stuff those are good so if you like yeah. horror video games, check out the indie scene. Check out, uh, <laughs> check out you guys heard of indie games? Indie games. But, but like, yeah, I, I I was gonna say like four is the only one I'm ac- even actually interested in playing because like the new ones look like really much like AAA games for me, which means I won't be able to run them without my laptop <laughs> crashing. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's called Resident Evil Village, and the uh, yes. yeah, the v, and the lady is and, big. Yes. Uh, she's large. She's got pointy hands, uh, <laughs> and the, the the V I and two L's form the Roman numeral eight. Ah, yeah. Okay. And for some reason, Capcom drew an advert of it on the Mendip Hills in Somerset. Um, see, I just searched Final Fantasy for a little guy to try and find the guy <laughs> I was thinking of for Final Fantasy four, and I did find him. So yeah. it did work. Wonderful. Um, Rock, paper, shotgun have called it the, the Mendip Hill. <laughs> oh, he's just a little guy. He's like a little guy, but he has an insane voice. His name is oh. Raymond Salazar. <laughs> that's the Resident Ro- Evil news. So yeah, that's, <laughs> the gaming updates cool. that you get from us every week. Mm. We love to talk about gaming, gaming news, gaming, uh, esports. We love esports here. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm a big we love Fortnite. Supporter. Esports, uh, Wii Sports. Esports, yeah. Wii Sports. We all sport uh, Among Wii Us. Sports. When when <laughs> the podcaster is sus, we love that. Yeah, uh, people it's a little bit Pequeño. Among Pequeño. I can't say Among Pequeño without laughing. It's because so it's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have anything interesting to start this with, unfortunately. Mm. Um, nothing up, interesting gamers? has What's ever happened. What's up with everyone? What's, 
What's up with gaming? And how about the audience participates for once? Why do we always have to do the fucking call open and like come up with something to say? Why can't listeners, they say something? Listeners, um, at the count of three, say your favorite video game. One, yeah. two, three. No, that's wow. yeah, they actually. think they're so clever, but they can't. They can't say anything on our podcast. No, they told me their favorite video game was Heavy Rain, and they were right. <laughs> try, get, try getting a script editor now, you morons. <laughs> Can never edit this script. Everyone is always telling us to get a script editor. Twitter is telling us to get a script mm. editor. Reviews yeah. are telling us to get a script editor, but we will never ever edit our script, either post production no. or pre production. <laughs> I, I don't even edit my hotspot chapters, which are like, you know, those are things, th- th- those those podcasts do actually have some sort of script, but we don't even edit those, so. Well, you're, not, can... you're not supposed to edit um, writing. It, no. If you, if, you got, if you need to edit it, it was bad writing in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I refuse. <laughs> that is so true. I refuse to <laughs> moderate my vision. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I never read through any of my work in university, and I'm not going to start now. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I would never read an essay. <laughs> yeah, writing Twitter is gonna tell you that um, for for writing a for writing a book, you first gotta like write out everything that is on your mind, and then read it again, and then cry because it's so bad, and then <laughs> delete all of it, and then like watch fifteen rom coms, read Pride and Prejudice again, uh, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. write the whole thing again, but still throw it out because it's still bad that's what i do before every single podcast yeah and i'm always i'm, I'm always looking at these writing advices and i just like j- just tell me when the actual writing comes in please <laughs> tell me when you're having a good time and you do something good um mm. the i way have you write <laughs> the way you write is you write a hilarious novel about new orleans um, mm-hmm. yeah and uh, you write a passage about someone having a really big muscular ass, which grips it, which like practically grips a, a bar stool. Um, mm-hmm. And then you burn it and throw it away because <laughs> because you failed the Bechdel test. <laughs> Not how female butts work. <laughs> but no man has ever been portrayed comically in their physical exper- appearance, especially not in this book. Nope. <laughs> there would never be repeated passages of uh, an enormous corpulent man jacking off into a glove. Mm. <laughs> no, that would be crass. Mm. Yeah, it would. And it would <laughs> That's be not real literature. <laughs> That's real literature. Yeah. <laughs> Just a guy like jerking off into a glove over and no, over. No, but again. men will get away with writing that. But like, if if women were writing a book where they're jerking off into a glove, uh, they will be sent into the insane hospital for mentally insane people. <laughs> That's people will you know say, what they well, say this is hysteria. about John Kennedy Tool. He got away with writing that book, very certainly. Yeah, mm. everyone loved it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have something we can get mad about. I've just Please. remembered. Were we not already mad? I'd love to get mad. 
um, which I'm is a tweet. Started. It's a tweet, and you know we love to get oh. mad at tweets. Um, which is yeah, one that like, I saw. Well, this podcast is just getting mad at tweets. <laughs> I hope you enjoy this. <laughs> um, this is one that I first saw when Janosch quote tweeted it earlier today. Oh, Good nice. narrative podcasting requires so much work from so many people: research, interviews, working with archival audio, writing scripts, etc. And then there are guys who just turn up on the mic and BS for an hour and put up huge numbers. Not us, though. <laughs> no. Our numbers are moderately small. <laughs> Men will just jack off into their microphones and make as much, get as many advertisers as my scripted podcast that is like actual work to listen to. That, that I'm going yeah. to make a scripted podcast that I will consider the next American novel and then uh-huh. I'm going to get really upset when no one listens to it and prefer to hear like people making jokes for an hour and a half <laughs> rather than listening to like 12 episodes of my set in New York narrative podcast. I'm projecting here. I don't even know what this guy's podcast is. Like it could no. be fine. My podcast is the widest thing. (laughs) Oh, I just like narrative podcasts. Listen to radio plays. You can buy an audio book. What? In my (laughs) opinion, the next great American novel is currently being written and it's called The Joe Rogan Experience. (laughs) Okay. It's sort of transformative. I just think. I just think. I don't like the word, the, 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 what's it called? A bit of a word. Never mind. I'm not going to fire through that. Without yeah, joke. I I just think that this is such an indictment of our society that the the woke people who I think write columns I don't know what he does are coming for us the guys <laughs> who just want to sit and and have a chuckle and talk about prone masturbation with their friends. <laughs> We're literally just sitting here and doing that, like. Yeah, <laughs> we don't do know anything about this guy. We're doing the same thing to him that he does to podcast, but. It's He's a man and I'm not stuffing him full Twitter. of straw. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think, you know, it's probably a tweet that he just like wrote in, as a make you think thing in like five minutes. And so therefore it's probably not worth getting like super mad about, apart from the fact that it's fun to get mad at things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will say that the idea that... We have a financial that... incentive to get mad at things. It's so true. Yeah. I don't think we even do. Um, <laughs> but really. We just do it for free. Listen, this is free <laughs> insanity you're getting here. Just free mad online. But I will say, I do object to the idea that podcasts just have to be like this one thing, which is the same as other podcasts you listen to when like you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. And that's like the point. Yeah. Um, if, you can write a good young adult book and the people will love it. They'll tell you they'll tell you how much they love it all the time. They'll carry head cannons that upset you because they're wrong. Um <laughs> they'll they'll ruin your perception of your own OCs and they'll write beautiful songs about it. But you know You should never create podcast, anything. Beautiful so OCs. My beautiful OCs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you know what isn't worth getting mad about that was on Twitter today, though? Like, I um, I almost got a little... Jacks type most apologies. things. I, I, I honestly almost got a little mad at how people are getting mad at this, because there was, there was, like, one tweet from The Guardian, I've where they said... They, they published an article that was called, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow had to eat bread. What's the worst that you experienced in the pandemic and people are getting like dunking on Gwyneth Paltrow for like oh eating bread is uh 
is your lowest point? What's it like to be rich? And they're not wrong, but like we know that the Guardian only wrote this article for people to get mad at this. Like the yeah, entire yeah. article is written in a way. And I mean, if you're gluten intolerant, then eating bread is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. getting a test for celiac disease on Thursday, so you know maybe that would be a terrible thing for me to have been experiencing, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know yet. Congratulations! Finally, a reason for you to not like pizza, other than all the wrong ones you already have. What that it makes me sick. And- <laughs> That's a good reason, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's policing your pizza opinions. You know, the pizza police come for all of us, and they say, "How dare you not like pizza?" <laughs> Every food-based opinion is the dumbest thing that's ever happened and anyone's ever said, and so yeah. I refuse to any longer talk about food. Look, we've got to get mad about something. Yeah, there's a whole Another world way of the world. things to get mad at. People yeah. once got mad at me for saying that butter has a flavour, but you know, <laughs> people are constantly committing crimes <laughs> against not me, and I just accept it. I'm not going to get into flavor. butter discourse now, but yeah, it does have a flavour. I think we probably did mention it at the time. You know, this. <laughs> I think... Mm. I still maintain the opinion that I think it's just British butter. Could be. We have different butters. You need, yeah. You cut, you cut British butter in half, and it's got like a Union Jack, <laughs> like a Battenberg cake. Also, the words racism around the outside. They cut European butter with like lard. You know, it's like it's impure butter. It's not the, <laughs> it's not the, the yeah, pure British. They stuff. do that in France. That's 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 the uh, that's what you get in the land of liberté, egality, fraternity. Yeah. Mm. Fraternity Yeah, honestly, like having fraternity <laughs> in your uh, in your national slogan already says so much about the French, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you're saying this country's for the bros. <laughs> this country's yeah. for the bros. <laughs> the number of times I've gone to France and there's loads of people doing a keg stand in the middle of the road. It's just dis- Literally. disgraceful. It's, just, it's, it's red wine. It's like, like Bordeaux. <laughs> It's a barrel for <laughs> they're trying to suck it up George I literally cannot tell if you're joking about that one Like, I could see the friends do that <laughs> I, uh, I mean I have gotten very drunk in France quite a lot so I don't know last time I was in France, France I run directly into um, Macron and he was um, saying this one is for the boys with the booming systems um, <laughs> last time I went, I saw Macron's wife, and I was like, "Isn't it wrong that the French with the vagina is masculine?" And she was like, "That's so true." Oh, we love an Emily in <laughs> Paris I'm reference. Going to see about that. Yeah, last time I was in Paris, I like had trouble getting to the other side of the road on account of all the baguettes lying <laughs> on there. That's strewn, just what it's like, strewn across the road in disarray. <laughs> France, barbaric country. I, I once ate the, the what, what's been voted the best croissant in Paris. It's mm. pretty good. Just one? Yeah. How many people had eaten it? <laughs> How expensive was the best croissant? It was croissant? very large. The single best croissant everyone's got to just keep... Re- I think it was less than two euros. I think it might be like a euro for one of the That's croissants. pretty good. I good. Once it was fucking ate... good croissant, I'll tell you that. When I was in Paris, I ate at a restaurant called Flunch that gave everybody in my class food poisoning. <laughs> it sounds like something that would happen yes, in a place called French lunch. cuisine. <laughs> would you yeah, like your, would you like your lunch? It's like, it's, it's like lunch, but it makes you uh, feel fucking sick. <laughs> it, that, that's <laughs> honestly a little lunch. bit on you for going inside flunch. I we didn't want to. This was like our teacher had pre-booked the entire oh fucking God. like chain it, restaurant. I I'd argue that we're uh, this podcast's a little bit French because um, just like when <laughs> you're eating ortolan, you put something over your face to hide 
hide your shame from God. Yeah. Uh-huh. When you're listening to this podcast, you should do the same. <laughs> <laughs> you should only listen to this like under the covers or in like a lead room. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so God can't so judge no one you. Knows. Yeah. Well, what is the deal with like people just claiming their food is the best in the world? Because because we have you can just say it like anyone you can, can literally just say, just say the it. French have, definitely just say we it. We have in 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 our like marketplace here in Erlangen, which is like a middle-sized German town. Like it's mm. not famous for anything except maybe it's a little bit for its beer, but even that not enough. Like it's it's like mm. maybe the the eighth to tenth um, <laughs> ranking beer city like in how famous <laughs> they are so even that is like but anyway like on the marketplace there's like one stand that sells Kuchen, which is german for cheesecake um mm. i know and they say uh <laughs> the probably best Kuchen in the world <laughs> probably no, I, s- I feel like i saw this like what did we see that was like probably the best yesterday? That's I think Carlsberg, it was, isn't it? No, we saw a uh, we saw a, an advert for like a cars a car well, that warehouse that was, it, it that was probably like probably the cheapest, the cheapest cars. cars in Bristol. <laughs> was like so is it not or is it not? You can't just say it's probably something. Like, <laughs> Might be non legally. It's not lying to say, say it. they're good. <laughs> they're cheap, cheap cars. Could okay. well be. Could well be the cheapest cars in Bristol. <laughs> Highly possible that mm-hmm. these are cheap cars, but we don't know and we cannot confirm. So don't. The thing is, don't take this the French do not the have b- the best food in the world. But let's move on. No. <laughs> okay. It's well, pretty good food. Yeah. I just enjoy arguing with this about French people for some reason. I don't like French food that much. I think it's boring. But um, it's not as good as Italian, that's for sure. I'm yeah. I. We're I'd getting into some into like, some tense on the very specific like areas <laughs> and food type. Um, <laughs> depends on the individual who's making it. Yeah. Okay, mm. listen, right, let's, we're get in, the t- let's get into this. Let's, let's get into, get into the fucking music. book, Soul Music. Okay. We're Three, to read a book. two, one. Ooh, uh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> 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 it's nice being able to see you when I do that now. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> don't staple your ears. <laughs> Stapling them shut. Okay. Binky, there is something I must do. Maybe sometime. I'll go home. Why do things have to be the way they are? How do humans forget? I remember everything. I've seen the infinite. It's nothing special. sad and when you're lonely and you haven't got a friend just remember the death is not the end and all that you held sacred falls down and does not mend just remember that death is not the Welcome to Who Watches They Watch, a Discworld podcast where we reread slash watch podcast podcast shit. <laughs> Fuck. I fucked it. It's too distracting. So Who listens to the watch podcasts? This is hello, this is Who Watches the Watch. 
<laughs> it's a podcast. We mm. read books. They're the Discord books. You may have heard of them if you're listening to this. If not, you can keep listening. Who gives a shit? Uh, we mm. also like watch adaptions of the Discord novels, and we talk about them in, in a very concise and intelligent way um, with you know in-depth analysis. I'm talking like this is the first episode of the podcast, even though <laughs> it's halfway through a book. Um, Look, it's got to be someone's first episode. Why I mean, if you, part two? Why choose music? this one, you, you moron, you idiot, you fool? Cease mm. watching us. You've you failed. In this podcast, is a sort of choose your own adventure where, like, at the end of each episode, we'll tell you which episode to go to next. Um, but uh-huh. if you start on part two of Soul Music, then you've gone wrong and you're dead. Go back to the beginning. Yeah. You um, see a fork in the dank corridor ahead of you. Read yeah. Eric. It's- I'm, I'm not saying this podcast is going to be bad. This podcast is going to be excellent, but we're going to pay off on so many like narrative arcs that we have built up uh, yeah. during during yeah. the past 50 episodes. So this is yeah, going to be kind of, of a lore-heavy episode. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I've just realized I never want to do a podcast where that's a serious thing that's said. <laughs> <laughs> this is... This sounds, this sounds like so much work. This yeah. is a podcast. I am your host, Chaz, and... Listen, I want one of your guitars. One of the one that goes bling, 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 spreading, please. <laughs> Thank you, the crazy frog guitar. Okay, you'll go. <laughs> uh, I haven't. I didn't prepare anything, so I'm just gonna wing this. I have never prepared anything in my whole fucking life. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm your host, Robin, and um, guitar seller. I need your strongest guitars. You cannot handle my strongest guitars. Um, and then imagine me like doing the what people got mad at phoebe bridges for where she smashes her guitar but like it doesn't work so wrong <laughs> can't yeah. if she invented that yeah she did it's crazy wait why did people get mad at her for smashing because they the were guitar? like that's destruction of a good guitar and it's, it's destruction like- that's destruction of property you can't do that i love that they said it about like the most like middle of the road in the musician of our time she didn't even successfully the, smash the it. most like- harmless musician honestly like this is yeah, it was performative man. Whatever, it's very much been done. Okay, yes. who's next? <laughs> well, yeah, that was the, that was the bit. Okay, who's next? <laughs> it's me. Hi, I'm your host Janosh, and this is a podcast with rocks in it. Uh huh. Yeah, Ooh. with the rocks. I'm a rock. <laughs> Get a lot of these rocks. Wait, we oh, rock yeah. in this podcast. Yeah. You know? Uh yeah. I'm your host George. You're probably wondering why I'm still on this podcast, having been fired two days ago. But no, I wasn't fired. I was actually promoted. I'm now <laughs> head of the podcast. And oh uh, you must worship me. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> you aren't head of the podcast. I'm still head of the podcast, but you can dream. And I did fire you. We're actually I'm, I'm doing sorry. the temporary actually... promotion. No, that, was mis- that was miscommunication by the biased I've pro- media. I've promoted yeah. you to uh, public relations. So We're actually like, doing uh, a bit of a... Uh, um, a podcast ambassador. reshuffle at the moment. Okay. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. We are shuffling all over the place. We never stop Welcome. shuffling. Welcome. What does it we... mean to be head of a podcast besides like being the person who says three, two, one before the... Probably the person that... It means you, you, you are on a podcast and you have a head, so you're the head of the podcast. Mm. Well, the head of the podcast is the one who does the least work, which is when me. When we come together every single week and we like... We go all into like the weird like metal bits and we transform into one giant robot and we're all in like the different body parts of the robot than the yeah, head. Like a I'm in the head, so you're yeah. like I'm arms. in the balls. 
<laughs> when we like do the 100 <laughs> interviews that we have to do for a narrative podcast and yeah. uh, listen to hundreds of hours of archival audio and yeah. edit the script 15,000 times. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this one. I kind of forgot <laughs> what the bit was before this. What's the end? Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay. Um, welcome to the podcast. This is probably the longest intro. Oh, it's not. I don't know. It's not. Fuck I, mean, <laughs> I mean, intro, intro on its oh, own. Oh, okay, Starmer. <laughs> Fuck off. I don't think we've ever had a normal intro. We never had a normal one, but we've had shorter ones. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah this week we read the second third of Soul Music, a book by Soul Terry Pratchett. Soul Music. You, you know loads about it. You love it. So... You're like, damn, there's so many references to like rock and roll culture. It's so funny. It's like... so coherent the way the way he <laughs> so references rock cool. music. This would mm-hmm. make a great play. Um... <laughs> I would Maybe they should make this. a play out of this. Uh, yeah. I like it when he's like, isn't it funny how people like want to play guitar when they see a cool rock band? They're like, I'm going to play the guitar. But then they're like really bad at it. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's I so don't funny relate how... to that at all. I've never done that. <laughs> it's so funny how it's uh, how it's like fifties rock and roll culture, but then like the song that everyone plays in the guitar store, "Stairway to Heaven." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're all dressed like sort of. Well, there's a sort of mix between like greaser and like ro- late rocker of like I don't know, like the nineties. I just really want to know what Terry Pratchett thinks rock music is. I well, because he's he like half of the book is they're like, oh, it's the old rock and roll. It's like good yeah. gracious, Miss Polly. Yeah, it's um, like all this shit. Yeah. up yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then the other bit yeah, is they're like, that. oh, we're all wearing big leather jackets and it's the late 70s. And- Born to rune. Yeah. Born to rune. I'm a rebel without a cause now. <laughs> Look, it's just he's just vibing. He's having a good time. That's and, so true. You know, there is there is a an evolutionary tradition from rock and roll to the to rock. Yeah. To hard rock. Yeah. And yes. Metal. And it's all happening at once. It's just accelerated time. Also, there's yeah, ra- there's just, there's rap mm. music as well. Yes, which is quite funny. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I suppose. Invented by I've dwarves. Got, I've got one thing I would, I would like to say. I've noticed Terry is addicted to. I couldn't. They're not even exactly comedic misspellings. It's just any time he wants to put something, he will never quote a piece of writing without it being misspelled in some way. Yeah. Mm. Or a word like even, even when it's a educated person doing it, Rid Cully blasts IOU on someone's wall. Yeah. IOU $3 and he spells dollars wrong. Terry is just like, good. cannot spell things it's right. It's just so funny when someone spells something wrong. Though. <laughs> like when, I, when I first it's good. read these books, I genuinely wondered if, if this is meant to canonically just be like the way correct spelling on the Discworld works. Because... I think we just don't have it like a codified dictionary. I th- yeah, yeah, like, maybe I just they don't. I don't think it's. I think it's just Terry thinks it's funny. Sometimes he's doing <laughs> well, like, yeah. He's I mean, doing like too, silly, yeah. oldy language stuff. Mm. But like, there's but never anything funny. <laughs> there's never anything that like completely tracks in in the spelling, or that is like completely correct. So there might just not be one. I don't know. Mm. Because really, Rick Kelly can spell when he's writing his memoirs, which I thought was really funny. Just like down the ankh with like bow, bow rod and staff with novel on the end or something, and it's his like memoirs just... of like going down the ankh and being a fisherman, which is just like the worst novel. You know, you know what I'm just realizing is that everyone is giving 
uh, giving Rincewind shit for spelling wizard with two Zs. <laughs> like, why is that the point where it's going too far? Exactly. <laughs> they just don't like him. <laughs> This is like us looking for something to get mad at at the start of this podcast. The wizards are like, fuck, I want to be mad at this Rincewind guy. What has he done recently? Isn't that our thing about how Rincewind isn't really a coward? He's just like having a normal response to things in the same way. It's just like everyone else also spells everything wrong and everyone is just like mean to Rincewind for no reason all the time. Well, uh, maybe maybe it's another of those um, like narrative tropes being, um, or narrative conventions being a lore of the universe. Yes, uh, like on a, like something from a website, if you will, called uh-huh. TV Tropes. That sounds like a great website. I could spend a lot of time on that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it would be great. We should invent it. Um, <laughs> like another one of those that you know, you might get say in the Beano or something. That everything will be like slightly misspelled just for fun. Mm. Often, uh, it is like, Be- like it is like Beano humor, isn't it? Yeah, he which is probably why that. I gelled with it so much. Yeah. When I was a young person. You were a little menace. No, I wasn't. Oh, I'm Dennis the Menace. Watch out. I was definitely definitely a a softie. (laughs) Oh, you're one of the softies. Okay. (laughs) Like, as if you weren't also one of those chests. I was, um... What's the the girl called? Minnie the Minx? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no idea. Are, you, are you a menace, a minx, or a softy? There are actually These three are the genders. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like in Germany, we just didn't have, we didn't have like relatable uh, children stereotypes like this because we had Max and Moritz, who were like two evil, <laughs> like d- d- demonically evil children, who at the end of the story got like comeuppance by being ground. <laughs> into bread and eaten by birds. <laughs> I love this. The entire yeah, village comes hard. together to... Not the entire village comes together, just one guy kills these children and then everyone gives a thumbs up and looks away. It takes an village to murder a child. <laughs> it takes a village to raise a child, but it only takes one guy to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think Dennis the Menace is legitimately evil. Like he does legitimately evil things, but he just does. He does not receive comeuppance. He he lives mm. on forever to like continue his. That crime. is mm. not what the German house. spirit would be like. <laughs> Germany is all about punishment. This Dennis has broken the rules. And he must be punished accordingly. What <laughs> likes this Dennis boy? <laughs> Why is he not being punished for his many crimes? <laughs> Dennis the young offender. <laughs> Dennis has got seven asbos. <laughs> okay. We're not reading Dennis the Menace, though. We're, We're not reading Dennis the Menace, but maybe in a later podcast. I okay. Mean, <laughs> do you think if the Beano introduced a non-binary character, like every colonist's okay. head would explode yes. instantly? Yes. I don't think they'd even have to do that much. It would just detonate. Yeah, they would they just would... have to say that menace isn't gendered or whatever like anyone can be a menace and then be like, has no Dennis gender turns to, Dennis turns <laughs> to the to the reader and goes I'm, I'm a menace but I don't discriminate on grounds of sexual identity or gender identity <laughs> it's literally just like changing the trademark from Mr. Potato Head to just Potato Head if that already makes their heads explode <laughs> they didn't even come out with a mixed Potato Head so no. I didn't see what the fuss was about <laughs> 
It still says Mr. Potato Head on the packaging. Is that a meme where it's Dennis the Menace and like Minnie the Minx and um, he's like, oh, I just had bottom surgery. And they're like, oh, I'm getting top surgery yeah. next week. And then Nash is at the bottom and he goes, I'm a communist. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. that's what the Beano comics podcast. would be like if they were good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you can, instead of reading the Beano comics, you can read Soul Music by Terence Pratchett. Um, which we did this week, and here is a brief summary of what I can remember happened in a very unstructured order because it's an unstructured no book. Structure. Let's be honest. Yeah. So <laughs> it's vignettes. A lot of vignettes happen. Um, a lot of things happen. Which yeah. yeah, a lot of things happen. So if you recall, last last time I just tried to do it by like storyline because that was easier. Um, um, vignette French for small wine. Is that really? true, or are you fucking lying? <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, Jesus. Not <laughs> a vinaigrette, which is a small vinegar. <laughs> exactly, like Robin. Or an oubliette, an oubliette, which is a small oubli. Okay, song music. So, uh, Susan, she's here. If you recall, she is death now. She's doing the job. She's like, I could improve matters. I'm going to make it better. Uh, and the death of rats is like, I don't love this for you. Um, she goes back in time to ask death for advice about buddy's fucked up time thing and she goes back 17 years into the past and watches her dad fight death he gets slapped as we recall and she's like damn that's just like my birthmark that's weird um she watches his death turns over the hourglass which i guess part of the reason he does that is because he sees her in the shadows which is kind of cool it's kind of like ooh, interconnected um <laughs> And so he like pauses time and he, he sends the well, he sends um Isabella more somewhere. You know, he vanishes them. Don't worry about it. Um and he talks to Susan and he's like, uh, oh, you don't understand duty. Why does no human understand duty? It's it's tough to be death. None of you understand. Um I don't feel emotion, I can give it up whenever I like, don't worry about it. I'm gonna kill all of you. <laughs> I'm gonna turn off my screen. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, and he's like, you don't understand duty. She tells him that he sucks and has bony knees, and he he's, like, mad, but he's also kind of upset that she said he had bony knees, which is actually what he said at the beginning of the book, so it's sort of implied that he's remembering stuff that happened here at the beginning of the book, and this is part of the reason why he's, like, buggered off. Um, meanwhile, the band is playing. They play another uh, show with the librarian, uh, everyone loves it and Dibbler sees it and is like ooh money making opportunity and he sort of gets them into a contract uh, and decides to put on you know do a tour have, make t-shirts you know all the all the big stuff he's the record company now that's bad yeah it is bad it's part <laughs> I mean, of rock and roll though so it's good yeah it's expected yeah and there's also a funny troll called Asphalt who's a roadie because he's Asphalt. Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? No. He's a roadie and his name is Asphalt. Really good. Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I did now get the joke of Elvish, though. Cause yeah, because they, they do 15, it a lot. Because <laughs> every time he does something like slightly like Elvis, they go, you looked a bit Elvish when you were like shaking your hips on stage like that. And it's like, okay. Are you sure you're not Elvish? <laughs> Are you sure you're not Elvish? <laughs> Yeah, uh, but they got T-shirts and they've got a cool poster and there's gonna, you know, they're getting big now. People know about them, so their next gig is going to be in uh, the Cavern, which is Chrysoprase's troll cl- uh, troll club, which they're reluctant to do, but they sort of persuaded in with the promise of money. 
Rigkali is investigating this thing that's going on. Because um, all the wizards are acting like crazy. They love rock music so much, music with rocks in. So do all the staff. Um, all the maids have like become doo-wop girls, and so has Mrs. Whitlow, and she's got like a poodle skirt and like white socks, and she's got, you know, the hair, she's got the ponytail. Um, at one point, she throws her underwear on stage at Buddy, and everyone is very traumatized by this. They keep thinking about it. Um, large underwear. Large underwear, yeah. yes. The joke and then she big, gets a cold, which... Pants. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. But the um the maids now work as like a they're called like Molly Polly and Holly or something. Yeah. Dolly. Dolly, Dolly that Dolly that of course. <laughs> and now they work as like a little, you know, a little backing thing. So when one of them says stuff, the other two stand behind and like make do up noises. Which is pretty good. Uh, Rickley's like unaffected by any of this because he's not musical at all and he you know, he's not into it. So he's investigating. He goes to the higher energy building and talks to all like the nerd students and Pondus Divins again to like try and figure out what's going on. Mm. S- students hate him. <laughs> also, um, Susan saves Buddy from yeah. being assassinated by uh, a barbershop quartet. Yeah, there's a barbershop quartet. And it's extremely funny. <laughs> it's good. There's always a tall one. Um, they're gonna. She she's sort of like following him around and making and like scaring people off so that he he doesn't die because she feels like he's important. Uh, and yeah, one of them is a very funny barbershop quartet. It's a good bit. I think um, she fancies him as well. Yeah, she fancies him, but also she knows that he's significant in some way. But also she's like, ooh. Boy, about my own age, he's so good at the guitar. Mm. Um, <laughs> is he Elvis or is he Buddy Holly? <laughs> like, yeah, he's both. He's all of them. He's playing rock music. Like, does he look like a fucking nerd? Uh, there he's are got two dark curly hair. And he looks Welsh. Yes. He looks Welsh. He looks, he looks a little Elvish, though. Looks a little Elvish. Like he <laughs> just looks like my Drakeford. <laughs> um, yeah, so Rick. Rigkali is investigating. Um, they figure out you can like trap the music on a string and that it's sort of alive, which is is interesting. Um, the uh, Glod and uh, Cliff are like, there's something fucked up going on here. The music is like very controlling. You get sucked into it when you're playing, and it's like three hours later, and you don't really remember anything. And Buddy is talking less and less and less, and he's sort of existing only when he's on stage. They get freaked out by this, so they investigate the shop where they bought the guitar, and there's a bunch of, like, mythic instruments in there, which all have, like, numbers, and the guitar had the number one on, so it's, like, the first instrument, basically. Um, We hear about the listening monks who listen to try and hear what the first thing that happened in the universe was, because it's continuing to echo, I guess, like, the Big Bang, and they think you can hear one, two, one, two, three, four, which is funny. Um, (laughs) It is funny. (laughs) Yeah. funny. Um, there's a bunch of vignettes of various other things. Death is still in the desert. He still is failing to forget things, even though he's been buried in sand up to the head. Everyone is getting very enthusiastic about music with rocks in. Uh, they invent some dwarfs invent rat music, which is about <laughs> speak singing um, <laughs> and being mean and tough. And That's wearing your baseball music hat is. backwards, just like all rap music. <laughs> Terry's such a boomer. Um, <laughs> to, be, to be fair, it was written in the nine, like the mid nineties. Yeah, when it was yeah. a little bit more accurate to rap. To was like, yeah, had, it had some. Wasn't some, what it is. It now. Went some places. Um, yeah, like it, you know, there was still different stuff. I suppose, yeah, like, mm. tribe. 
mm. probably other things. Yeah, <laughs> they they didn't have that, so I'm honestly feeling a little bad for Terry that he never heard that song where um, that was the other guy where Gucci Mane tells Chief Keef to not lose that load, <laughs> and then yeah, and the then second Chief verse. I ain't gonna lie, I lost that load. I lost that load. (laughs) (laughs) That is the height of music. It's really good. What? Um, He also, I think he, did he write this before or after Vanilla Ice? Oh. That's an excellent question. The 9-11 of hip hop. (laughs) Vanilla Ice is just the guy. Ice, Ice, Baby... This was Ice Ice this Baby is a song from 1990, so this was before. Uh, this book was after. Uh, okay, Vanilla so Ice. Terry could have put Vanilla Ice in if he'd really wanted to. <laughs> he was on, but didn't the fucking coward? Um, <laughs> Vanilla Ice was on Dancing with the Stars. Fun fact. Did he win? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, All I know about Vanilla Ice is that he's insane now. Like I've seen yeah. like some. Recent-ish clips, and by that I mean from like 2013 or 14, and he was just fucking off the shits. Like he, he was absolutely detached from reality. Yeah, he's having a great time. If I was in the race, I'm um, sure he does. Look how large his chain is. It's, it's very big. Oh my god! This recent image of Vanilla Ice. He looks. He looks like, he looks like a f- construction worker now. <laughs> But like a construction worker, if he was in the village, people. Mm. Oh, all right. Oh. That could be fun. Okay. Literally, anyway. first image if you Google him. Another vignette that we get is everyone's <laughs> buying shitty guitars because they are not really playing them because they want to be cool. Uh, everyone's dressing music with rocks in. All the wizards are like changing their shoes and getting big shoes, and the dean is very, very affected, and he's got a cool leather coat which he puts Born to Rune on the back, and he keeps getting. Rebel without a cause, and he wants to rebel. And if if, if the Arch Chancellor says against what, he's going to say something really cool, but he hasn't figured out what yet. Yeah, he has um, a he has a great relationship with Ritkali in this one. Where Ritkali is his <laughs> dad. Ritkali's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's when he lies. Yeah, oh, that's very good. What a square goatee. Um, I, lo- I love a soul patch. We should all get soul patches. <laughs> okay. Listeners, join us in the Soul Patch Challenge. <laughs> join <laughs> us in the Soul Patch Dungeon. It's Solvember. Um, Solvember. <laughs> yeah. That's that's it's like November, but you have to get a Soul Patch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Rick Kelly is um the Dean's dad now. This is their dynamic. Um, the dean keeps saying that you don't understand what it's like to be someone my age, and regularly it's like seven seven months older than me. <laughs> it's a good joke, but the dean's never had like a teenage experience, so he's he's having a late teenagerhood. Um, he's very much affected. Uh, I feel like the wizards go through this every fucking time. They're ve- well, Especially- they're like weather veins, you know. They they're very mm. like they're very yeah. affected by magical resonances, according to Ripley, but not him because he's epic. Especially <laughs> the dean as well. He was the when during Reaper Man, he was the one who was shouting, Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like trying to kill everything with fireballs. He's just very receptive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the outside easily influence. peer pressured. Yeah, he feels he feels vibes. You know, he's mm. he's, yeah. he's just. Mm. I think Terry just thinks it's incredibly funny if like these old fat people get into 
uh, young people shit, and he's not wrong. Is he wrong? It's, it's, it's funny. It is funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they try to invent the cappuccino and like blow up a place. Uh, <laughs> Remember when the cappuccino is like a, some kind of like class signifier? No, yeah. instead of just like a way of drinking coffee. You just make the the foam. You make it foamy. It's coffee. I genuinely yeah. don't think that happened during my lifetime. <laughs> well, it no, was the whole the like, oh, I don't want think... a coffee. I don't want a cappuccino. I just want a damn cup of coffee. Oh, I okay, that's sound like British people. Of, of no, that people. was more of an American thing, saying that like oh, really? coffee flavored coffee thing. Yeah, but, but Americans no, there was have awful about... coffee, as far as I can tell. They stole oh, Italian coffee. Have you seen that bit in The Sopranos where he's like, they stole our culture. <laughs> at, at least the Maybe. coffee that is called Americano is awful. Like, that's just really watered down coffee. It's just coffee. It's just filter coffee, basically. Almost. Regular no. filter coffee is good, but Americano is, like, really thin. I don't know. It, filter coffee thin. is better than Americano. Yeah. yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, if you disagree, yeah. you're wrong. It's been decided. Stop listening to us if you disagree. Yeah, the filter um, coffee is genuinely like good. Like that's I like a good coffee. coffee. Yeah, mm. me too. It's mm. cheaper that was, than americano, which one, is really funny. Yeah, one of the best thing, better things about living in Scandinavia: good coffee. True, expensive. I would <laughs> know. I've never been. <laughs> Italy, um, good coffee. Little, good coffee. Little one. Also true. Right. Mama oh fucking mia. That's a small <laughs> like fucking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, people were calling it cappuccino frothy coffee. They used to call it that because they, they were like... Frothy coffee? Hey, I'm not calling fucking frothy coffee cappuccino <laughs> that foreign muck kind of thing. Oh, it's a foreign and, um, language. Famously, uh, Owen Smith, uh, the true leader of the Labour Party in yeah. my heart, um, uh, referred to cappuccinos as, as frothy coffee during his leadership bid. Uh Lost the cost of the election. Which was in like 2016 or 2020, I think 2016. Who knows? Um, they got their ears to the ground. They know the ways of the people. Yeah, and it was like... <laughs> Relating dude, to everyone, people by calling fucking, cappuccino have you seen, coffee. Is that the guy who was asking, like, what do you do with the white bits of the spring onion? Or was this di- a different one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, weird. For a man with a, a name as Welsh as that. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Owen. <laughs> It's just, it's wrong. It's ethically wrong. Okay, yeah, then there's one last vignette thing that's sort of going on where uh, we see a new band, which is some teens crashing the boys. Um, They're they're funny jokes about teenagers starting bands. What are they going to call themselves? They don't know how to play, but they're going to go on stage. Wee! Mm -hmm. I did like the the bit about them being like a garage band, but because... They don't have garages, they're just in, like, the stables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're in the stables. Because they're all quite posh as well. Yeah. yeah. Which is also very true of music. Especially yeah. especially nowadays, yeah. Mm. Yeah. These days. These days. These days. You don't have a garage. I was, um, I was talking about this, like, a musician. when I was on the podcast tuning fork a few days ago, uh... We did talk about how, like, plug these days, all indie bands are like, there's this indie band that you think comes out of nowhere, and then you look at the singer, and he's like the son of someone famous or rich. Like, <laughs> he's the son of one of the brothers. Classic indie band. Though. It's like Radiohead, where they're like, ah, oh, it's Radiohead, you know, they're indie band, but they're all like from fucking Abingdon Boys School. <laughs> Producers <laughs> only the finest people. Yeah. Um,. 
yeah, and then it sort of ends. The book, this part of the book, really ends with um, Susan getting summoned through the right of Ashkante um, by the wizards, so that they can like ask her what's going on. Um, and she's very mad to be summoned, but she does talk to them and explains that the she sort of realizes something. Um, and they think about the music being alive, and you know they just have a discussion, and then she goes to breakfast with Rigkali, but everyone's gone to like no one's like they're they're making burgers instead of like traditional wizard stuff because rock and roll music makes you eat burgers. Yeah, um, we're getting so many. There's Sorry, many references. Um, and then that's the sort of end of where we are. I probably missed something, but I can't remember. Yeah, Red Cully, you Red Cully's the... being nice. He's kind of nice. <laughs> you missed yeah, the incredible, the incredible pun at the end. That is, like, this book has like some of the most forced puns. Yeah, Terry has ever yes, done. It and, like, does. The, yeah. the final bit in this one is where the dean is making new trousers oh that are like blue <laughs> and like stuck together. Um, and then when Ritkuli yeah. is like, uh, is like this, no, you, you're not allowed to wear this and you're grounded, then the dean shouts after him, but they're not going to call these arch-chancellors. Do you get <laughs> because it? Because they're called deans, do you get it? It's like wow. barely, deans. it's like barely a pun. <laughs> I really it's like, like not a pun. I, I really was like physically it. slapping my head for that one. Um, <laughs> I, I think one of my favorite like puns in this entire bit was the fact that they're calling um death bone idol oh yeah they're calling yeah. it bone idol <laughs> pretty good really my other good. favorite one was uh I, I i literally made a note on my phone for this the only note i have on my phone for this chapter is felonia's monk because like i couldn't believe <laughs> yes. that one like <laughs> where he's doing a really long lead up like the Buddy is telling Cliff, like, not Cliff, Glaude, like, he's asking Glaude, well, who's the most famous uh, trombone player? Is he a trombone player or a tuba player? I don't remember. Was it, was it's a horn it? player. Most famous horn uh, player, yeah, I think it was horn player, yeah, who's yes. the most famous horn player? And then he gives, like, this really long description of, like, a clergy person who committed a crime <laughs> against the gods. Uh, was found mm-hmm. out, and then he's like, "Oh, but th- th- you're you're already more famous than some felonious monk." He's <laughs> <laughs> not even a rock musician. No, <laughs> not even a rock and roll. Musician. It just doesn't a matter. Jazz it's musician. just like is related to music in some way. And he's he's not even <laughs> felonious monk. Was a pianist. Yeah, he's not a horn player. So a fucking good pianist. Yeah. It's a great joke, though. You get it's it? very, very funny. Good. It's a very good Felonious joke. Felonious monk. Felonious <laughs> monk. Felonious monk. Monk. Is this anything? <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's... I just... He's having fun Jeez. with this. It's kind yeah, of hard to think him. about what we want to discuss for me personally, because I don't know what the themes are other than he's like, isn't music it funny? Any. <laughs> isn't music kind of like alive? Mm-hmm. Yes. Isn't it all yeah. fucked up that death can't stop people dying? Have we ever mentioned this? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there was another book dedicated to that kind of question. It could what be called something like was death like feeling or, grief. Um, yeah. Have you considered? What if Susan mm-hmm. was there? I, uh, I, 
Susan's so funny in this. There's this whole sort of short sequence where she like she's like, I need a cool, sick new outfit if I'm gonna be fucking deaf. Yeah. So she's like standing in the mirror, like I want a black dress, but like nothing too frilly. And then she's like, but like a bit of frills. She's like, like actually, it would like some like ice. a like a corsety bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be cool and goth. I think it's the writing of a man who has recently had a teenage daughter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, if if uh, fucking Equal Rights was, like, him having a child daughter, right? Yeah. And he basically wrote Ask, like, his daughter was at that point. This feels like, okay, now at this point, now, now she's a teenager. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that comes through in Isabel as, as well, and, like, mm. more just... It's. I think it's so accurate. Is the thing like the way teenage girls are in these books? I'm just like, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. I would also make a sick outfit if I could do that. Yeah, and I probably would well, also want like a robe. raven on my shoulder. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. You'd also fall for the for the rock musician. I'd give anything for some new trousers. <laughs> my first boyfriend was a um, lead singer in a. Uh, metal band of boys from my school <laughs> so he did cool. the vocals <laughs> were they and good they, and no nice. um and they kicked him out on the they same day vocals. that i dumped him and then they are now a trap metal fusion oh, no, band. those guys oh, those no, not guys them. oh no they're the ones with like the uh, the cgi snake and a gun yeah the oh ones who God. did the song called Pablo, um, and they're like the from one... the most upper middle class family <laughs> <laughs> that I've ever. Anyway, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Don't get involved with musicians. <laughs> That's a good rule. Yeah. Someone just music. Mm. Don't. That's sus. Yeah. My parents are quite nice. They're they're musicians. But they're to, but they're both musicians, so yeah. It, yeah, that's why you, they can only marry each other mm. because you know yeah you, you shouldn't you shouldn't date a musician. <laughs> yeah, they met a youth orchestra. <laughs> that's exactly how it Classic. lands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> isn't that isn't that kind of what that magnetic youth orchestra youth is about? as I call it enforced monogamy enforced monogamy club. <laughs> It's just keeping the freaks, like, in one place. Mm. Yeah. You round them all up and make them all, like, play instruments together, and that means they're not outside terrorizing the local population. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's a... This this, this really does, like... I I don't think there's many themes in this book, but it does feel like a bit of a greatest hits of, like, all the books so far. Like, we got... Yeah. We got the... We got a bit of moving pictures... Uh, mm. Pictures actually gets referenced like several times yeah. about how wasn't that fucked up when that happened. Yeah, we we see um, the we see the patrician as well, like doing his whole. He once again does his whole. I don't like to listen to music. I just read music, uh, in my in my study. I just read the the new the music on mm. the page, and I I refuse to let some gross guy like play the music. That's disgusting. I will read it in its purest form. <laughs> I do think that's that really funny. Times, yeah. I we think get, that's such um, a good characterization for him. It's just like it's absolutely, deranged. it's so deranged. <laughs> Bloodless think, man. Yeah. <laughs> you should get into synth. <laughs> that's a point, actually. Maybe you'd like synth music. <laughs> um, 
we also get the first uh well we get a mention of the veterinary uh, motto which is if it ain't broke don't fix it in latin yeah. um mm. and we also get the first uh, foul old run oh is this a is this the first one i believe so yeah yeah it might be yeah i think i think it is i don't think yeah. we've had him before so it's both Cumberling Michael and Fowler Run coming to the veterinary's office and informing him about stuff that's going on and then both saying that the other said that he would give them money, but he's like, huh, funny how these rumours get around, which is very mean. <laughs> Just give them money. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. He just likes to be mean, I yeah. think, as much as he would never admit that he likes it um, because he doesn't like anything. I think he's just, I think he's just having a laugh to himself. Oh, he does that. And can we blame him for just simply being a fun guy who likes a <laughs> bit of a joke? joke. It's so epic to not pay all? people. It, yeah. <laughs> it's really also, cool. It's a cool prank. Is this first drum knot appearance as well? Because drum knot's in it very briefly. Oh, I didn't even notice. Like, I, I, no. I, I don't remember him I mean, showing I, up. Maybe, yeah, actually. I think it is, yeah. Um, yeah. We certainly haven't met him yet because I don't know who that is. Ah. Oh. Is, um, I mean, he might have just like been in a sentence, and you haven't like don't yeah. remember like that. Yeah, he is because um... I don't remember either. <laughs> he says he tells after after Fallout Ron has gone, he informs Vatinari that. Oh right, um, yeah. The the guy from the musicians um, guild is there. Yeah, he's Vatinari's secretary. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't remember yeah. the name drop, but yeah, I I do remember him saying that I. May just not have noticed that we have a new uh, returning character here. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna show up quite a lot in significant capacities or like yeah, significant ones. The veterinary mm. stuff in this is so good. Yeah, so I don't funny. even know if veterinary needs to be in this book because like really all <laughs> it's he nice does. Nice to know that no? he is. He's taking note. You know, he's, he's just there. taking notes. He's yeah. also in the city. He's there. He's just yeah. there. Just think, if you were one, if you were wondering what his thoughts were on the situation, <laughs> which are. I am always wondering, to be honest. So it's yeah. him, him and Red Cully are both just there to go. Oh no, not this shit again. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but like Red Cully is just like there a lot. <laughs> yeah, Red Cully is like actively involved in trying to figure yeah. out what's going on, whereas Veterinary is just like mm-hmm. He's nodding, mm-hmm. then he's sheet- <laughs> reading another sheet music, and then when he shows up again, he's like, he tells the Musicians Guild, like, he's like, oh, is the Musicians Guild guy here? Uh, and then when the Musicians Guild guy says, so what are you going about this, Mr. Veterinary? And then he says, I was going to ask you the same question, because my motto is, my dear friend of the Musicians Guild, is that you don't do shit. My motto is to just let things happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By that I mean let you take care of this. <laughs> Don't you have some barbershop singers? Barbershop assassins. Like, barbershop. Like, isn't that cool? Does one of them talk? That's always a tall one. Yeah. Mm. I like. I can just hear when when they all get uh, frightened off by Susan, the, the the bass goes, oh no! You can just hear <laughs> yeah. it in your head. It's very good. That's very funny. I yeah, pretty good, pretty good bit. Um, yeah. What was I gonna say? Is this just so much like disconnected stuff happening? Like it's it's funny it's, jokes about it's funny jokes. Music. It's funny. There's there's very little to. I feel like it's this is tough to talk about because. It isn't like 
there aren't like any big structural problems with it where it would (laughs) would be like oh this is not one of the good books we have to discuss why because there's he's just having fun with it but there's also not it's also not like good enough in a way that there would be a theme or that there would be (laughs) yeah it's hard to talk about plot inconsistencies because there isn't like a huge amount of plot like yeah it's just the main plot's quite thin really i was gonna ask about plot inconsistencies because i might just like but this this was driving me crazy once i noticed this because there was like this entire bit about them getting the piano yeah and getting a piano player and they have that one show where they play Great Balls of Fire, very funny reference to rock and roll music. Mm-hmm. And then, like, for, for all the other bits, the librarian isn't, like, he never shows up. Like, I don't know, I would to assume that he's still, like, in the band. No, he they ran away. He ran away. When um when they made the deal with Dibbler, he left because he didn't want to work with Dibbler. Oh, that's, yeah, that's valid so. of him, honestly. And they were like, oh, he's going to be so mad when we're famous, and he left before we got famous. Oh, <laughs> I see, like a famous music joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's actually uh, some balls of fire on the back too. <laughs> Wonderful. I have the bad <laughs> copy. You have, the, you have the good copy. I have, right? I like have the copy the full with this cover. Nice, For me, the background is just yeah. I have the same nice one as, gradient. as Robin has. Oh, my yeah. shiny one. Nice, nice gradient copy. Look at you. It's my, my genuine Terry <laughs> signature. Oh, look at you nerds with your, like, fancy copies. Again, my only nice one is Eric. <laughs> I think that's incredibly funny. <laughs> it's like, the, you're my, like, folio a society of folio Eric. edition of Eric. <laughs> and it doesn't even have the illustrations. Like, it's still not the comic copy. No, because I thought copy. I was buying the illustrated one. Because it was nice. <laughs> that was my really solid gold toilet. <laughs> the illustrations are the only good thing about that book. Yeah. Yeah, I no, don't, I, I love don't the character of Eric. Copy. He's my favorite part. <laughs> Classic <laughs> character. I like the bit where Eric is horny and also a teen. Yeah, uh, the whole and also <laughs> horny. He's horny. That's speaking the joke of, of speaking horny. of Dibbler, though, who we just mentioned when I uh, didn't pay attention when the librarian ran off because I just forgot, I guess, because there's so much stuff happening. But speaking of Dibbler, he's just doing moving pictures again with him. Like, yeah, he's doing, doing moving one pictures of plot. his funny schemes where he's like, I'm a manager now. I'm going to be involved in the plot. Hello. Well, he's he's just like, boy. if there's a chance for me to be an evil capitalist about this, yeah. I will be. <laughs> Which yeah. I think is a great character. I, he's and a, it's like he shows he's up. He's one of my favorite you, characters. You don't need to invent like a new manager character. You're just yeah, like, well, Dibbler's true. here. So I guess that's, that's him. Yeah. It's really yeah. just like once Dibbler shows up and approaches the band, you like immediately know, <laughs> okay, this is where the plot is going now. Yeah. Now we're going to get into the business of show business uh, side <laughs> and how he's going to, we're going to get into Terry's specific gripe with capitalism, which is what if I have to pay money <laughs> Yeah, for things? <laughs> yeah, there were some good landlord cracks in this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they put there's a piano shaped hole in the door, and he's like, the landlord will get mad, and he's like, well, that's all landlords do, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, also, uh, I forgot to mention they're they're gonna put on a big free festival uh, mm. in the park, uh, but it's okay because Dibbler's gonna sell like expensive food and merch, so yeah, because they're gonna like... do Dibbler is gonna do this big festival, and he's gonna do it on this really exclusive island. Like maybe <laughs> uh-huh. somewhere like in the Bahamas, possibly maybe the Cape, you know, 
just throwing some ideas out there and he's going to be like we have these like luxury tents and um so great food just amazing it's food so many vibes great balls of flame <laughs> festival <on> Heidi <laughs> yeah. okay george stole my punchline for that one but thank you <laughs> sorry <laughs> I would have laughed for honestly. Rest in peace, Terry. You would have loved Fire Festival. Yeah, you would have thought it was great. And you would <laughs> be right. <laughs> what do you, remember when festivals were free instead of like two hundred pounds? Yeah. No. There's less shit on the floor now. Well, yeah, I don't personally still remember. Quite a lot of shit. No, I mean, they used to be. If they you go to, to a Monmouth Music Festival, then that is free. So. <laughs> but like, yeah, yes, it's you can enjoy all of the great bands in Monmouth. But not my village <laughs> but not my village one. My village festival is you do have to pay money to go to them. Mm. Um, but it is very big, weirdly. I'm not cool enough to have ever been to a music festival. I went to T four on the beach one time and saw Jason Derulo take his That's shirt off. Cool. <laughs> uh, I've been to some festivals of varying I've been varying to, flavor. I've been to I've been to like <laughs> Hungarian festival where only Hungarian bands played. Fuck yeah. Oh, that's that's cool because they all have the the moustache that you photoshop yeah. onto things. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I don't know if any of them had one. Uh to be honest. It was pretty good. Like Is it Bet Betia, the the bandit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. Like uh, uh the Amorfurdiger had did have the their their lead singer did have a moustache, but uh then uh they reformed into a different band where he's only writing the where that guy is only writing the songs anymore, so he's not there's not actively in it, so I didn't see him. <laughs> Just like when the Austro Hungarian band reformed into the new bands uh -huh. Austria and Hungary. I or something. Remember when that's, that happened, that's yeah. That's so true. <laughs> What was that like when that happened, you know? <laughs> you know? Does it get better, worse or better, you know? Mm. You know, it was very tough for me. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. Hungary, not big anymore, and that's somehow a problem. Hungary mm, needs to be large. to be big again. <laughs> it used to be large, and now it's small. We need to, that's we need how to... you measure the, the worth <laughs> of a country, is how big it is. Mm-hmm. That is how I mean, you know if it's good or bad. It's like see, Europe size. should be... There's two countries in Europe. There's Hungary and there's Albania. And there's... <laughs> Every, everything dusty, is possible. Right? Right? That sounds, sounds correct, yeah. But like, honestly, like, the, 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 the up, big Hungary gosh. people, they have it, like, 50% right because they don't want to have the current borders. Um, they just need to understand that they don't need new borders. We just need none. Mm. Ooh. 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 Welsh, Welsh independence, and then quickly becoming part of Hungary. That's what I think. Yes. Right, Robin. We've we've got we've got possibly two, maybe three minutes to solve <laughs> to solve all of the border problems of Europe. <laughs> I think we Kosovo. Can do it. Kosovo goes to uh, Sicily, which is now independent. Kosovo okay. and Sicily. Um, I, I, I think, assume they have a lot of common. I think we need to swap Catalonia and Scotland. Yes, it would be very funny if suddenly the food north of the border was good. Yes. Um, <laughs> 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 like, uh, not like it's good south of the border. Either, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to have less grease in it, um, which actually might be a bad thing. 
mm, maybe just the same amount of grease, but it's all olive oil from the new olive the the new Midlothian olive oil farms. Mm. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. It would. What else is there to say about <laughs> what soul is music? There to say about soul music? How was this? How was the music like when you did this on stage? Um. So most of the. Most of the performances would start and they'd be like, one, two, three, four, and they'd like, you know, be about to play and then it would cut to black. No, oh, um, that sucks. That's, well, you can't yeah. be like, this is the world's best rock music. I know. Music yeah, they have, to, they have to add, this isn't actually the song they played, it's just a tribute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he did, he did sing one song that he sings at the end of the book, um, which is like a Welsh, it was a Welsh folk song. Mm. Um, but Ooh. not very well. Oh. <laughs> and they, they, they sang, yeah well he didn't really speak it and he also seemed to have trouble just like saying words normally so he really struggled with like <laughs> oh a great words. actor then i yeah <laughs> listen i don't want to be mean about this this man who's trying to currently trying to uh do a professional acting career but does have a tiktok account Pretty cringe. um <laughs> that's okay <laughs> Um, but like he seemed to, he just had a very weird way of like pronouncing things when he would be reading it, um, where he would just like put emphasis on the wrong syllables all the time. It was very something. Yes, you're all having a great time with your Zoom backgrounds. This is why we, we don't love, have visuals. When we we're love audio content. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna turn it off again. I'll keep it mine off. I'll stop recording. changing it. <laughs> this is a professional environment. Um, <laughs> she says changing her background to heavy rain it's the rain the rain's super heavy um yeah, yeah that rain so heavy. listen we love terry's work i'm just this, this, this isn't do. a dense book like it's no <laughs> there's not a huge amount going on beyond music is kind of cool right and it's like it alive and it's also you know it's what like a, it? a mimetic thing where you is you know it cool or is it evil? it's both evil and it's but it's i don't know but he's like everyone keeps trying to tell me it's evil but it's not evil and susan's like yeah but it's not supposed to be here which okay but music mm. is cool so i don't really get the moral of this but i will say that the time said of this book classic english humor with all the slapstick twists and dry observations you could hope for That's <laughs> he true. does make an n-word joke so it's pretty classic here. That's it is pretty classic I, english humor i have a suspicion that all the quotes that they put on the back of the discworld books are interchangeable like they're not about well, they're all identical yeah Right, like they're not about this specific book because that that like always really bothered me as when I was first reading these that I was like okay, but this is like I, I was like from the back quotes like I had no idea if this is gonna be one of the good books or not because all the quotes were so nondescript they were all just like about how Terry Pratchett is a good writer but they gave me no indication about how you know when they make this or that that's so good like which is i which i guess the point of the poor quotes on back yeah, books back covers is that they always just say it's good you put a read pull, it you put a quote on there which is like i really like the character work but the plotting needs something to be designed <laughs> yeah oh no the truth has a recommendation from james dellingpole of all people in the back of my copy i Ooh. don't know who that is He's a, a very right-wing columnist, uh, apparently in the Telegraph at that point. But... Oh, like a oh, bunch wow. of them have Telegraph I think, reviews. I, th <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but I think, he's, I think he's written for Breitbart and stuff. 
Oh, cool. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. He's extremely... But he once tweeted pictures of dogs having sex. Ooh. Like he was searching for it. So uh, that was quite funny. <laughs> Were they six to nine in? <laughs> because that would, like... That would really tie everything together, I, I mean, think. No, that would fucking, really blow my mind if I saw that. Mm. Fucking at least Dawkins, you know. <laughs> fuck, fuck Richard Dawkins. But at least at least he was just actively talking about it. Like, yeah, yeah. I once saw a dog and bitch in full 69. <laughs> like, that's... You gotta respect the energy there. This is just this is just so. a sad posh man who like makes up rage rage content for money, mm. um, accidentally tweeting what he was trying to search, which was pictures of dogs having sex. <laughs> I will say, I do every time that um, Dawkins tweet gets brought up again. I do the fact that he says a dog and bitch. I just yeah. think he's like just so such, weird. Such he's the a- only person on earth who will call a female dog a bitch. Like in the, yeah, who will call to say the technically correct uh, term, f- uh, who will use bitch in the technically correct uh, way and not. <laughs> he was, Richard Dawkins is the one person who would say that, yeah. Please prepare yourselves. This is what James Dellingpole looks like. Oh, wow. That's. Yeah, he's the he editor looks like... for Breitbart London. Oh, yeah, oh. He, he does look like that. <laughs> I, I can believe that. Um, soul music. Soul uh, what music. Are we about? Yeah, I feel like because there's so much. There's there's some like uh, uh, ponder fucking around with like science stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We get the first. Um, what's we get the first um, depiction of the big ant computer whose name I've forgotten. Hex. Hex. Yes. <laughs> we get the first. Oh, hex. it's how is it? I don't know. <laughs> Ah, Might be know. a reference to that. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a, a computing reference of some kind that I don't get because I don't know early computers. Hal Hexa played Esposito. Am I right? Alexa <laughs> mm. sure. Hex play gold by the dwarves. Yeah, uh-huh. but it's yeah. I think I think the I think the Ponder stuff is usually pretty cool in these books. Like the, the, every time Ponder shows up, I'm like, oh, is this where the real Ponder shit is gonna start? And it's always like, mm. like in the previous ones, like in moving pictures, he was barely in it. Um, he was barely himself. <laughs> yeah. He's a and guy. in Lords and Ladies, he was already like kind of trying to like starting to be science guy. But like this, 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 this was where the like weird computational stuff um, kicking starts off. kicking in. The, the clash between, uh, between Ponda and Ritkali is always so fun. Because they're like, Ponda yeah. is like, or Ritkali is like this. There's a bit, there's a bit pretty much towards the end where he's like, oh, uh, he liked Susan. She was the least insane person and uh-huh. the one who wasn't talking about things he didn't understand or something yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> so like, he can't relate to. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, I do like the idea of him like kind of being like, I kind like maybe wanting to be involved with this rock music stuff, but like just being unaffected by it and being like, yeah. I don't get, I don't get what's going on. Why, mm-hmm. why is everyone so obsessed with this? Yeah, and, and, with, and with Ponder, it's always this. Like in this one, it's like, oh, great, the ants counted, the ants added one and one together to two. Mm-hmm. You, you really need the device for that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good boy. I'm excited to see more of him. 
Yeah. Yeah. People ship him with Rincewind for whatever reason, which is I weird because they never care meet. For that. They do meet. They're both on the football team together. Um, okay, Ponder that makes and sense. Rin- Ponder and Rincewind. Yeah. Yeah. On Rince Stibbons. They're just two wizards. <laughs> You know, yeah. two wizards, yeah. it doesn't work. You can't put them together like that. <laughs> no, you have to have a wizard and a tourist. Yeah. The, the two yeah. genders. The wizard, tourist. <laughs> though we did see the wizards, they were all, like, dancing with each other, though, which was nice. They were, like, you know, swing down. Good. Yeah, I like to think that they were doing that exact scene from, like, the middle of Greece. Mm. Oh, yeah. Hand jive time. Yeah, I mean, they also start, like, grazing their hair, uh... I think the dean does that, right? That he just puts pork fat in his hair. Yeah. Yeah, I'm lavender oil. Lavender oil. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's a cone with the like, <laughs> shape. I do think that that's a great visual gag, um, which obviously we can't see as we're reading this. But, you know, anytime some a character takes off their um, hat that's tall and their head or hair is the same shape underneath... Very funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it, he's um even the the band that's opening for them, which is like the teens, they're like, Oh, there's wizards here. One of them's got like insane hair. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered about Ponda, like the thing that I discovered like very early in the when we were recording, like, some of the early episodes, like, around that time, I discovered this insane sentence in the Wikipedia article from Ponda Stevens, and I don't think I ever brought it actually up on air. Uh, but it says, just one sentence, like, the first paragraph, just, like, general information about Ponda. Uh, and then, literally, the second paragraph is, Ponda Stevens and Harry Potter have a number of similarities. Oh, oh I remember this. But Ponda's character, including illustrations, appeared in fiction long before Potter's. Got him. It's just that they, they both have, have glasses. Many. They have no similarities. They're wizards and they have glasses. What? Yeah, he's got glasses because he's a nerd. Yeah. yeah. Terry was like, what if I made a nerd who was a wizard? And J.K. Rowling was like, what if, I, what if he had glasses? What then? I, I I'd don't... forgotten about that. Well, how are they similar? Like... Not at They're all. Not. <laughs> they both go to wizard school. The, Robin, you've got the glasses. Fucking, You're just like Harry Potter. That's it's, so true. It's really just that the though. the drawing on the wiki, which is I guess a pocket be drawing from one of the books. It doesn't even really look like Daniel Radcliffe. Like now, he, it looks a little bit like Daniel Radcliffe in the epilogue <laughs> at the last movie. <laughs> <laughs> they did like really bad. Uh, oh my god, when up. they made them, when they gave Ron a paunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks <laughs> kind of like it. that, but why, it's... Why do they hate Ron? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's good, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's really just, like, I, I think it's weird to put that in the opening part of your Wikipedia article. Like, it's not that... I, I can't imagine that coming up that often. Well, I've got a great image that I'm excited to share with you on this podcast um that is oh shit that is oh fuck off oh fuck off (laughs) who is the guy on the left oh it's It's big Big bang Bang theory Theory. oh it's funny big bang theory you're right yeah it's it's funny big bang theory guy in thunder simmons and it says separated birth i'm I'm gonna hurt you i'm gonna hurt you (laughs) just to make sure just to make sure what? Where did you find this? 
I don't know. I just searched Pundus Nibbins and it came up. Uh, imagine, it's like imagine the third result. Using, imagine using <laughs> visual shorthand to try and create a character, like uh, to try and create a character, and then two people who were both supposed to be nerds have similar visual appearances. Oh, it's just on the Elspace wiki for uh, talk Pondus Dibbins, where people talk about Pondus Dibbins. What, what up, dudes? <laughs> Let's talk about some Pondus Dibbins. What up? <laughs> I'm just a straight guy looking to talk about Pondus Dibbins with some other straight guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing yeah. nothing not sexual. Gay. No. Can't imagine a better sexual. free time activity <laughs> talking about oh, Pondus Dibbins. She's just Chaz a little bit place. frozen. Yeah. Chaz is frozen. I oh. thought you were just very disappointed. Oh, no, you're oh, you're on now. Again now. I thought you were just very disappointed in that I was <laughs> talking about talking about Pondus Dibbons like it was uh, straight guys who like to jerk off with other straight guys kind of thing. <laughs> Which is a thing that apparently is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is, and they should do it. Like, yeah. I mean, they're welcome to. Just guys being bros. If you want to. Mm-hmm. Are you going to yeah. tell them that they're wrong? That's pretty... Wrong. I don't know. I'm saying them they're wrong. I don't, it doesn't seem all, it doesn't seem almost. entirely yeah. straight, if you ask me. But like, yeah, but you. I'm also not going to police that, you know. But if if you're not looking in their eyes, <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> hug. You don't. <laughs> yeah, minimal bodily contact. If you don't, if you don't say, you're singing you, Ave Maria okay. the whole time. It seems as straight point. as being a Spartan. That's what I'm saying. Actually, no, <laughs> it's more straight than that. Unlike being an Athenian, who's boy boy lovers or something mm. mm-hmm. look if you don't if you don't get married if you if, if you if you don't get married afterwards then it doesn't count so <laughs> that's true <laughs> thank you catholicism that's how the pope interprets do you think <laughs> yeah go on <laughs> no i just don't know if like jacking each other off counts as counts as sex like in the eyes of the church right like i think, I think so. it would probably count does that not count as sodomy in the eyes of the church no think... they have like weird i'm gonna google this i mean sodomy didn't originally <laughs> mean jacking. just in the bum it was um it was just all illicit sexual it's where you do it but you're in sodom at the same time i'm on mm. Chris- i'm yeah. on the website i'm on christianity.com okay <laughs> oh Hell good yes. i'm glad that there's the website <laughs> logging on to christianity.com <laughs> let's be clear masturbation is an act of instant self-gratification that's true yeah. That's why it's. Cool. I don't disagree it with is, that. It is quite the opposite of the self-control that we are constantly <laughs> reminded of in the Bible. Self-control so is an true. act of obedience to our holy God and a fruit of the spirit, an act that requires restraint, thought, <laughs> intentionality, and delayed gratification. <laughs> yeah. So actually, it's, it's, it's unchristian to... to masturbate, but it is Christian to edge. Okay. Mm. Um, I mean, what is what is um, Christianity if not edging until you die and go to heaven when that's like the ultimate come, you know? Ah, <laughs> uh, the dreaded M that. word, masturbation. So that's what the light at the end of the tunnel is. Like, I know that, <laughs> I, I, I know that the church preaches like wait for marriage and shit, but I didn't, I wasn't aware that delayed gratification is actually like a term that they would be like, this is this is what we stand for. <laughs> Well, it says so on Christianity.com, so... Oh, it does that might not be the best church teachings. It, in, it, <laughs> number one, the Bible, in, no, like, I mean, validity. 
uh, of like Christian dogma. Number two is Christianity.com. Number three is what the Pope says. Please, can I? Please. You scroll, you scroll down on Christianity.com. Uh huh. Um, slash wiki slash sin slash masturbation a sin dot html. Uh huh. For men, men, we value how God created you. We value how you are the leaders of our homes. We cherish the fact that you are protectors and our warriors. We also acknowledge that you were created differently, especially in the realm of sex and your desired. You were wired as visual creatures. You were turned on by the beauty and curves of a woman. (laughs) What God intended for good, our fallen world is twisted for evil, sick purposes in the form of pornography and sex trafficking. (laughs) God created you to (laughs) all... God created you to orgasm by what is in front of your eyes. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. <laughs> I just spat over my computer. What does this mean? This means masturbation can and will lead you down a dark road where you will treat women as objects instead of protecting and cherishing them as God intended. Is masturbation not like in front of your eyes? <laughs> not if you don't look. <laughs> what if it's what if it's like um uh, like oral as in A-U-R-A-L masturbation when you just listen to like sounds. What then? Mm. Huh? What That's then? just phone sex. Yeah. Um, their entire like next section is called Is Masturbation Is If You're Married? Well, is it? <laughs> I'm, so- I'm starting to think Christianity.com might not be an official source for Christian doctrine. But once again, we are treading into murky waters. What may be permissible for one person may not be for another. Masturbation is still masturbation if you aren't with your spouse. Uh, yeah? What? What? <laughs> Why would that be an issue? Masturbation is still masturbation this. if you're if you aren't with your spouse. Yeah. If you aren't I with can't. your spouse. That's not a that's not good writing. I can't What does this mean for us today? What if you and your spouse are both jacking off? Like Yeah, is it okay if you both jack off next to each other? Yeah. Well it says um, okay. And then What is, about is phone that, sex with good? my spouse? Um, where there tends to be shame associated with masturbation, the marriage bed was designed as a place where shame does not exist. <laughs> God designed sex as a gift, and what an amazing gift it is! Exclamation point. Thank I love you, it's in the Bible where God designs the marriage bed. <laughs> Look, I don't think this is. Ca- I think this is Protestant. This website. Yeah. Yeah, I, think I think it has to be. With that yeah. said, the marriage bed should be honoured, cherished, and enjoyed as the gift it is, Hebrews 13.4. The marriage bed is the place to be visited and enjoyed often, 1 Corinthians 7.5. And it is the place where our souls interwine, a place where two become one, Genesis 2.24. In other words, the marriage bed is a place There's for no- exploration, pleasure, unity, and delight. Uh-huh. There's no way the marriage bed, like as in, in its physical form, appears in Genesis 2. Yeah, and in this... That- <laughs> the world has just been created. Like we haven't yeah. come up with beds. Oh, yet. they they have a they day have and a... night. Birds of the fields, feasts, water. Feasts, you know, beasts, water. Feast. I can't remember the order. And then day five, beds, furniture, <laughs> interior decoration, <laughs> home, specifically home the marriage God. bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second day, God divided the earths and the waters. So part of that water will one day become. You know? That's so, so true. 
Damn. Mm. Um, in this day and age, our spouses travel often for long periods of time. That's oh, do not, they? That's not to that say couples. Say? <laughs> that's not to say couples in the Bible didn't deal with long distance periods either. However, they didn't have cell phones or FaceTime. That's, <laughs> that's so true. I cannot oh, argue they, with that. Are they, are they telling you to have phone sex instead they're of jacking off on your own? They're telling you it's fine if it's with your wife. This. Okay, that's progressive. I guess this yeah, it is better than like. You can only fuck when when you're absolutely trying to have kids, I suppose. So this they say article, you're, when you're doing it through the phone, you're not trying to have kids because that's that's the thing. <laughs> that would be that would be sodomy under some definitions, I think. Yeah. Mm. This article was written by a woman called Heather, who's an award-winning journalist and a regular contributor for Crosswalk. She calls Nebraska home with her three kids and husband for 22 does. years. She believes <laughs> jazzercise, Jesus, and tacos can fix anything, and not necessarily in that order. She is author of I Bless. Call Him By Name, yes. The Bold Truth Prayer Journal, and Mama Needs a Time Out. Mm. Ooh, found well, a I think you should call me by your name. So There's a lot going on in that description. <laughs> Susan, Susan wants to fuck a peach. Is, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's the only thing I know about calling me call me by your name. <laughs> I feel like Timothy Chalamet is the least cancelled guy out of everyone who is in that movie, which is wild. Oh yeah, it's Army Hammer as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. The, I think the biggest crime I know about Timothy Chalamet doing is is just having chlamydia. That's yeah. not a crime. Just passing on. That's chlamydia. just having chlamydia. Yeah, but he gave. That's... Didn't he give like three girls chlamydia? Possibly. I He's just so. irresponsible and horny. I think yeah. I think they just wanted that that Timmy Chlamydia. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's bespoke. It's a turn yeah. on. You know, you can just you you just take some antibiotics, and in the future you can say Timothy Chalamet gave me right. Chlamydia. It's like a fun party. It's story. worth it. Yeah, it's a pretty good story. Yeah, that's an investment for the future. That is. <laughs> you get a whole book deal out of that. Invest in Timmy Timmy Chlamydia <laughs> coin. You would get a book deal out of that. <laughs> It's our uh, it's our new uh, cryptocurrency God, based it's... on how many people Timothy Chalamet gives uh, all the, transmitted disease. All the SJWs wanted to believe that it's hard to get a book deal these days. Mm. But like, yeah, if you look we at have, we have at least six. So. <laughs> yeah, we we have got we're getting book deal offers every day. Like honestly, uh, I'm I'm sick of having to decline so many of them. Yeah, because we just can't write as much. We just can't. The thing is, it's just too much money that they want to give us. Like, mm-hmm. mm. what, what do we do with that? Exactly. We We'd become should, um, super cancelled if we accepted all the book deals. And we uh, should remember that you should only accept book deals in the marriage bed with your wife. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> assume Christianity.com has anything to say about uh, fucking your carpet. So. What does it say about rock song. music? Uh, it's got, it says nothing about prone masturbation. Oh, that's a shame. It so that, that means that it's okay, it. right? Oh! Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look uh, for, for stuff about rock music and quite a lot came up. Oh. More like cock music, am I right? George, I Jesus wish. Christ. <laughs> the <Zinger. laughs> Have you found anything interesting about rock music? Does it say that only Christian rock is good? No, it's mostly stuff about how gospel music is pretty cool. <laughs> Which can I enjoy it? Can it? Be. My Harry Potter one eighty. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Well, they did have a whole thing about Harry Potter for a while. They probably still do. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Which is wild yeah. because uh, J.K. Rowling is... Well, she isn't, like, actually Christian, but she, she likes Christianity because it's, like, old-fashioned values. Well, she's also a Christian. Is she? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. The whole last book but is he... just an allegory about Jesus. I mean, he yeah, but she doesn't understand life. what makes a Jesus allegory interesting. Like she doesn't. No, I didn't say it was interesting, but it is like a, <laughs> a Jesus allegory. Yeah, this entire article is there. It. Like some Christians have been bugged out by Harry Potter, but actually, we've read it and we think it is very godly. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, <laughs> you, they read it correctly. To be yeah. fair, well, there is uh, there is that famous, probably troll fig, the Hogwarts School of Prayers and. Oh, that is, that is a troll fic. Mm. Yeah. It says in the last chapter. Like, they don't ah. even stick to the bit. Damn. <laughs> oh, that's cowardly. I remember it being quite funny as far as I remember. Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah. moved on soul from music. soul music. What is uh, soul music? We've been talking for 30 minutes about other things. Um, is there nothing else to say <laughs> about soul There's music? There's nothing to say. It's pretty good. Like, it's fun. Yeah. You know? It's funny. Yeah. Can't believe we also have to watch the TV movie. Yeah. Try to come up with things to talk about that. I love to see everybody, but we have to come up with <laughs> some sort of discipline to No like No. Discipline free zone. Bazongas. God, Pona Stevens is kind of like Leonard from the Big Bang Theory. Don't if you say think that. About it, by which I mean not at all. Like Thank I don't even remember what Leonard's deal was, because everyone only talks about Bazinga, which is the other main character. Um He's just a nerd man. But mm-hmm. he wants to date the girl who's blonde, who lives next door. But oh, he that's can't epic. because she's hot and he's a nerd, so it's sad. Mm. What I love about the Big Bang Theory is that they have an Indian guy. And <laughs> then like they all do Indian voices to make fun of him. Yeah, he makes um, funny really jokes good. about India. Well, it's really cool. funny. <laughs> he's like, we work in a call center. Yeah, it's, it's a great bit. It's observational humor. It's great. It's so funny. Bazinga. Bazinga. What are we talking about? I don't know. Boinzingor. Basingstoke. Should we um should we start a Porter's Head tribute band called Avonmouth? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's let's read out the Patreon names and shit. Okay. Um yeah, so you that's it, it for song music, I think. <laughs> Pay us money. Yeah, uh, if you, you give, know you want this, you love this, you want to mm. hear more, you can give one uh, currency a month to uh, the Who Watches the Watch Patreon. You can get all our bonus content, which is very good. Uh, or you can do five pound a month ish and get your name read out like these people. Oh, get, stop for one more minute. Uh, uh, then click on the thing on the website. And if you love money, then. What's better than giving away the things that you love? Ever had a treasured pet? Well, it's better (laughs) to just get rid of it. I was having a bad day the other day, and I was walking home in the rain, and it was really heavy rain. This is a true story, and I've just remembered it after forgetting it. Um, Did your son get hit by a car? Was there a clown? Was there a clown there? No, there were no clowns. In the heavy Um, rain? It was very heavy rain. I was walking back from the allotment and okay. uh, I was like, oh, what are these people doing in their garden? Um, and it it was the uh, 
judging by their car that I walk past most days, uh, Christian family are uh, and one of the row ha- like the nice terraced houses next to me. Um, they've got children, and their children were digging a grave for what I can only assume is one of their pets in the in the corner of the garden in, the, in this pouring rain. I was like, oh no. <laughs> But it made me feel weirdly, weirdly alive. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> you ever see Pet Cemetery Stephen King in real life? And um, no, I don't know yeah. what the book is about. Actually, I I've just assumed it's about it's about pet cemetery. pets coming back to life because kids want their pets back to life, but they come back like fucked up. No, oh, so that's just, so crazy! A, so it's, just about, it's just about like burying your pets and like having a nice funeral, for and them. then nothing happens. Yeah, <laughs> he must have been on so many drugs when he wrote that. Probably actually, if he probably actually was. Yeah. Thank yeah. you to our five euro patrons on the Rinse Flower Stand tier. Uh, to all lovely and beautiful people. Whom's name? You know are? when you see a thing in real life which is so like cliched and. Not cliched exactly, but so like typical of a certain thing, uh, and you're just mm. even if it's not fu- even if it's not funny, you're just like yeah. this is kind of funny. Yeah, like like seeing some children bury their pet in the rain. And you're like, <laughs> I do feel sad for them, but also it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get, I, I get you, Terran, big flat bunt. Hell yeah, Hell Justin yeah. Crandall. Hell yeah, Ooh, milk succubus. Oh, rising grind memes for ah. side hustling teens. Ah. And event DM. And a very special thanks to all four of our 10 euro Bjorn Strong in the Arm uncles of the show patrons, whom are Carrot Lime, Agnes, hey. Sarah McClintock, oh. and ah. Slime Simon. Wow, it's fucking loads. Gawagool. Thank you for giving us the monies. Mm hmm. And you're welcome. We greatly yes, appreciate it. I love to have money. Uh, Bjorn Strong in the Arm is my uncle. Do you say what the people get when they give us money? Yeah, Uh, they get just get shit. If you pay us ten pounds, you can get a book of Heartspell. If you pay us five, you can have your name shouted out and get a PDF. I think. Uh, And And if you pay one dollar, you can listen to all the Heartspell episodes, which is the book we're writing, also all the the other other bonus content, which is there is a lot of it. Um, If you pay fifteen, you get a T-shirt. (laughs) <laughs> you George, don't actually George don't will send that. one to you you can you can pay no, us 15 Robin, if you want Robin to give us more money t-shirts. but you'll not you're not gonna get any special rewards for that yeah <laughs> other than gratitude um and love and respect yes yeah. that too I, I promise not to laugh at you when you bury your beloved childhood pet in the, in the rain <laughs> <laughs> just looking at it like oh the ennui um Alright, thank you for listening. On we sports. <laughs> Fuck turfs. Fuck turfs. Uh, yeah, those people. Bad. <laughs> that, uh, thank you, George. Uh, <laughs> it's a bad thing to do and to be. Um, uh, yeah, what else do we say. say at the end? Stan Nigel. Stan while. The only turf I respect is the kind of like rolled up grass. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Keep rocking. Keep yeah, on, rock on, baby. Keep on with Roxy. Raven, which is a bunny honey joke. Bye.
You've been listening to a Good Episode Productions Network podcast. See the website for more details.